<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. In, babe. Welcome to Coco Caliente. And we're still in. We're still in. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't as bad as last time. Still a little stressful, but not like nearly as... Not like a non-limb stressful, right? Last place thinking you're out. Exactly. So that was good. Um, where to start? I think we should start with the U-turn. The, the, why were why our thoughts were so different on yeah. who we thought we should U-turn? Especially, we didn't we couldn't plan for this moment. Yeah, like we that thought sucks. we were running to like get a, a clue board. or a U-turn board, right? Yeah. Um, but like an open democracy vote where everybody gets to hear what you're saying and yeah, and just go down the line and well, the, the first two teams to get the most votes, you know, get U-turned. That's a little stressful. Yeah, and so um, we had a vote second. Yeah. And Victor, what are your thoughts on why you decided the why you thought like Afghanimals? Why did that come to your mind? So a couple things. Uh first off, I thought, you know, just for starters, I thought everybody got to vote twice, right? So right off the bat, yeah. I thought everybody got to vote twice, so we get to go like, you know, around robin, you know, whatever. <laughs> Again, on on top of that, the last leg was so stressful on Unicole. Because we had another team like essentially attacking us, right? Yeah. And just intimidating the, the <laughs> whole time. And that threw you off your game, which threw me off my game and, mm-hmm. and caused, you know, tension, right? So I was like, well, the last thing I want to do is have that happen again. I want to be out of any, you know, back and forth as much as possible. Uh, and lastly, when the Riley sisters didn't vote to U turn us, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, I mean, if they had, I would have voted right back for them, right? right? Tit for right. tat. But yeah. since they didn't, I was like, well, let me just not cause any rifts with them anymore. And the Afghanimals did lie to us when we almost got first place oh, okay. earlier so in Laos. I was thinking about that. And I was like, and they're a strong team. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Let me just throw one the Afghanimals way. And so that was my thought process. That's, that's a good thought process. Yeah. So my thought process was, I guess, I kind of just thought we already have one team against us, like going to do everything they can to stop us from winning. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want it to be two teams. So it was very easy for me to think, okay, you know, Rachel and Alyssa don't like us. They're never going to trust us. They're never going to work with us. And they were throwing out so much like juju that I didn't want. Yeah. Like, um, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like just being around them, I was I was uncomfortable because I knew how much they like disliked us, yeah, and just staring us down. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted that to be gone because that was like going to be two legs of being uncomfortable, and it's already hard enough to run the race without being uncomfortable. And so I just kind of thought, let's just do that. And I also knew we had a speed bump, obviously. And I thought, wow, like. I know teams get U-turned, but they still beat the good teams getting U-turned still beat the not so good teams. And we also had a speed bump. So I was like, okay, who can we, I just don't want to get last. I do not Mm want to get out. So who can we U-turn that will keep us still in the game? And that was my, that was my strategy behind it. So yeah, it was a little bit um, emotional, 
I guess, because I was just not wanting to be around them anymore. But it was also strategic in the fact of I thought we could beat them being U turned if they were U turned and we had the speed bump. Yeah. But I didn't know if we could beat like Colin and Christy or Team Fun or Tyler and Corey. Like I didn't think we could ever beat them. Even if they got U-turned. Yeah, yeah. You know and, what I mean? And that's, that's a completely they, fair assessment. Yeah. And they have, um, I think they've all have experience doing that. Like, Afghanimals are the ones who have beat more U-turns than any other team ever. Yeah. So that's why I kind of got stressed when you said their name. I'm like, you don't want to U-turn a good team and have them, A, not get U-turned, or B, make it through, and so then they hold on to that later on, and they beat you to the U-turn board next time. Yeah. yeah. No, and, and that's a fair assessment, and the only issue with all of it is that we didn't get to do like a side panel and talk about it, you know, with nobody else around. Right, and I did say, and I do, I am mad at myself because I was just like, do whatever. But the fact that I already said their name and they're right next to me, I was just like, oh my God, like I don't want to have to say their <laughs> name again. Like they're going to hear me. And I guess what does it matter if they're going to hear me if you're going to say it anyways? Yeah. But I just like get really intimidated for some reason and get really like, I hate, I hate fighting and I just didn't want them to be like screaming because they heard me say their name. So I was just like, do whatever. And I kind of thought you would just do what I said, even though I said, do whatever, because I'm kind of passive. And then when you didn't, I was like, (gasps) yeah, that was tough. That was tough to go through. But really, I should have been more assertive. I should have been just clear. Like you have, we have to do this for our game Yeah, because to make me feel better, to make me feel comfortable. Do that and that's it. Yeah. There's no other. And so, and then when we got to the mat, I also wanted to clear this up and I was sitting there saying, yeah, that was Victor. Yeah. Like Victor did that to the Afghanimals. Yeah. You, I was playing the game still because I didn't want them to hold on to a grudge, so I wanted to be like, dude, only half the team. So yeah. you can't U-turn half a team later on. Like, I just knew that they wouldn't trust us again for throwing their name out there so randomly. And we are so lucky that the Afghanimals... Oh, I also didn't want to vote for a team that didn't get to vote yet because then they can say our name back. So I was like, well, Rachel and Alyssa already voted. Let's just say them, and then we're done. Like, yeah. everyone knows we have bad blood with them. Let's just do it. And that was another thing. So I think what I was just so shocked that we like ruffled the waves again with some other team that I was like, crap, this isn't good. Mm-hmm. But um, we made it, and the Afghanimals are like laughing with us at least. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the at the end, when it was all said and done, it was fine, and and I was happy it worked out the way it did. Um, because then, yeah, like you said, even yeah, we might have ruffled uh, feathers with one team, but the initial team that we had <laughs> arguments with, uh, they were out, so we don't have to deal with that anymore. Right. right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and aside from that, I guess that that was the most stressful part of the leg by far. I mean, everything else was kind of like straightforward, like doing those flags yeah. and folding them took a long time. Yeah, and it was funny that we were just like arguing while we're we did not <laughs> stop folding. We're just like fold, fold, fold. <laughs> yeah, just keep going because. You don't have any time to, you know, spare, right? Yeah. And, and and all those seconds count. And so, then even like dressing the cow and, and bringing the cow, which was a lot harder than than it looked, bringing the cow to to the to the festival. What or I didn't understand was like why some people's flags were up and why some people's flags were down. Yeah, with the I, cow. I thought it had to look exactly like the like the model or whatever you had to replicate. So yeah, no, it's clear because you don't see other people's really. Mm-hmm. You're not like you're just like focusing on yours. And we didn't even put the headpiece on, right? They do. So they do. Yep. I think they showed it. Like you hand it to the guy and the but guy puts it on. It has to be the way that it fits for the cow's head. Oh, so it can be either way. No, 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 no. Oh. So the 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 thing that we're putting the flowers on has a certain shape. Oh. And that shape is supposed to be facing a certain way to fit on the cow's head comfortably. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So if you mount all your flowers upside down... You know what I mean? When they put so it, so we should have looked at the down. back too to see which we way. We got it right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We got it right. That's what oh. I mean. I oh, mean, okay. like it's, it's like if I'm putting up together a a a a, a, a rack, you know, like mm-hmm. a, a and I and I put a piece upside down. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, because I was just like, oh, I guess the legs can be facing whatever way. So I just didn't. We just took a lot of time. We were really serious on getting it yeah, right. Yeah. You was, know, it was details kinda, like that are frustrating because, like you're saying, like, you spend a lot of time perfecting it, and then if it didn't matter, yeah, right, exactly. Coco Caliente is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills, which 
for you, Nicole, that's perfect because what's something that you've been talking about you want to learn more? Uh, I want to learn how to take better photography. So you can take classes in everything from photography to creative writing to design to productivity and more. So it's like one of those things, continuing learning is the best thing that you can do. And especially if there's some passion of yours that you want to get better at, I mean, Skillshare is the way to go. Uh, And so, yeah, that's Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering Coco Caliente listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Coco. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash Coco to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash Coco. But um, it was kind of fun to make the headpiece, like the flowers <laughs> and stuff. And then being with a cow was cool. That was a super easy decision for us to do cows for some reason. Yeah, like, animals. We'll talk with um, Chris soon and learn about like the haymaking. Yeah, it looks pretty seemed, tough. That seemed that yeah, that seemed uh, like a lot of work. Yeah. yeah so, so I think you would have had to do the raking oh, yeah. or like sweating. the cutting, and I would have had to rake. Yeah, um, Becca seemed like she had an easy time with that, but we'll <laughs> yeah, get to did. that later. Um, and then the shooting of the apple, that was... Well, actually, we, we redeemed ourselves on the driving, right? Yeah, we went right to the right location. <laughs> How did that happen? So, like, I, and I remember us driving... Uh, we did have to turn around once, right, when we left. Mm-hmm. We turned around once. But then when we were driving, it, it wasn't bad at all. And I honestly... Uh, you were telling me to go, you know, a certain way, and I was driving, and I was like... I'm not sure if this is the right way, but you know what? I'm just going to go with it because you told me to get directions last time and I didn't get that last set of directions. So we're just going to go with it. And it was actually a little bit of a drive. So I could see how the Afghanimals could go the wrong way. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? And we, we got so lucky. And I think like when you're the mindset of when you know you're at the end of the pack or you know, you know, you know you're at the beginning, it's different. You're kind of more like we just... We didn't double think it. If we're Mm -hmm. at the head of the pack, we're kind of like, okay, we got time to like, let's try to figure it out. But when we're at the end, we're just like, just turn here, turn here, turn here. Don't do anything else. And if it's wrong, we're really screwed. But if it's right, which it was... I mean, you really have no other option, though. You know what I mean? No, I guess not. I, I guess we had no time to the drive other, around for 30 minutes. So thank goodness we did not get lost. The other thing, though, is that other teams have, oh, I'll follow you. Oh, yeah, you know that's true. I mean? We never have we had didn't have that. that. Yeah, so, last, last time or this time. So we're just kind of on our own. <laughs> always. And that's the most stressful of all things. Yeah, especially right? if you know you're following like a really good team that mm-hmm. has experience. Oh, my gosh, how relaxing. I might drive them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the the shooting of the Apple stuff, that was that was a lot harder than it looked. Just because if you hit the target and you know how the target fell apart, it didn't matter if you still had four shots that you can take. You had a weight for everybody to be Mm -hmm. done and then go out there when it was safe and put it all back together. So like shooting high and aiming high was the way to go, but it took me a second to learn that and just watching teams pass by was killer. And I can't imagine being from the sidelines, like how... how Yeah, I just realized how quickly when it was everybody shooting at the same time, how quickly if someone just randomly got it without Mm -hmm. even like aiming... um, it could change. Yeah. And I think it was really hard because it didn't matter if you were there for 45 minutes working on it. You could get it on your first shot. And so that was what was scary for me on the sidelines because I'm just like, oh, my god. <laughs> and, yeah, teams show up. Teams that showed up after us leave yeah, before us. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. that. And that- I never thought, like, oh, my gosh, I should do this because I think I would just, like, crumble. I'm <laughs> um, being so scared and just frustrated because it was, like, the same thing was happening every single time. Like, the head yeah. kept coming off. The head kept coming off. And I'm not allowed to be, like, aim higher, you know, <laughs> or, like, <laughs> I'm not allowed to say anything because on the sideline, sometimes you figure things out because you're watching everyone and then you're talking with a group of people. So you can kind of figure out what's going on, but you're not yeah. allowed to share that with your partner. Yeah. You can't um, help. Just yep. like when you, I was in the rave and I was like listening or trying to find who was listening to the same beat as yeah, me. Yeah, I couldn't Like point. you and Colin were like 
thinking, just grab anyone, right? Was it you and Colin? No, it was you uh, and Brett? me and Brett. Or Chris. Chris. Me and Chris. Yeah, you and Chris. Just like, grab anyone. And like, that's a great strategy. But yeah. like, here me and Brett are like trying to dance and like figure it out. <laughs> um, but you figure out that that would be faster. Yeah. So on the sidelines, and it's, I think you, you used to be able to help your partner way back in the day on Amazing Race with mm-hmm. uh, from the sidelines. And that could be so helpful. And then now it's Big like time. penalty if yep. you do. So um anyways it was you did so good and like i knew you would get it it was just win (laughs) yeah 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 and and we'll leave the rest of the race uh for chris but i want to do now with you okay is spanish word of the day okay so the spanish word of the day is vaca v-a-c-a vaca Vacation. <laughs> Not vacay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually would be vacacion. Voting. No. Uh, no. That would be votar. Mm. So, so far you have vacacion, which is vacation, which is not vaca, and votar, uh, which is vote. Okay. So, just think about what we did in this episode. Okay, we handled the cow. We went on a boat and so yeah. So what? What? So what? What'd you pick? A cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Move. See, yeah. I never would have thought that was cow. Vaca. Yeah. Vaca. La vaca. There's a song literally goes like the cow moo the cow la vaca moo la vaca moo oh, la vaca. I've heard la that song. Vaca, esa vaca. Yeah. I yeah. would know that. It's a, it's actually a funny song. I really like it. So one of the toughest things for me lately is actually sticking to my diet. Yeah, <laughs> and it's hard. It is hard. And it's and I have to refrain or refrain, but just change my mind to mm-hmm. where it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. And that's exactly what this uh, new app that I'm trying is doing. It's called Noom. Yeah, how's that going? It's going good. Um, basically, they have this online community and they have these specialists and they it's basically a bundle of uh, – a, like a behavior change professional, nutrition expert, and a fitness trainer all mm-hmm. in one. And it's for less than the price of like one training session. Oh, nice. It's pretty crazy. Um, and they have that, you know, community for you that, you know, can help keep you encouraged and on track. Um, so it's really cool. I like it. Um, it's, I don't know, it's just different, right? Yeah, because, because it's like got everything you want. It's got, it's, it does something with your food. You can track your food. Yeah. The, visualize the portion sizes. Yeah, um, and you can take this, uh, it's like a 30-second online evaluation that can show you how much weight you can lose and keep off, right? And not everybody has time, right? We're always strapped for time, but this Noom is just telling you to commit 10 minutes a day to this, mm-hmm. and they'll like, give you the encouragement and the tools that you need to change your life. Yeah, so, that's cool. It's really awesome. So if you visit today, go to Noom.com slash Coco, and you should start your trial. I mean, what do you have to lose? You can start a new life, you know, start new habits. So again, that's Noom.com slash Coco. Um, but anyways, we will have Chris on for your entertainment. We'll get into a little bit of his background and, you know, with Survivor and now with the race and being partners with Brett and meeting Brett and having, you know, such a crazy dynamic duo bromance. Yeah. That's all. We love them. Yeah. They're, they're, they're really awesome. And I think you guys are going to enjoy this. Yes. Chris, thank you so much uh, for, for being on the show with us uh, this morning. And, and we really, it was nice having you and Brett around. Uh, you guys. For sure. Really super down to earth, likable people. Yeah. And genuine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, we can sit and talk, you know, for a long, you know how those airport, you know, just sitting there for hours. Um, and Absolutely. And, and just, yeah. No, wait. It's nice to have some somebody to actually speak to that, <laughs> <laughs> that that's not totally consumed with uh, other things. So I'll, I'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So no, we really appreciate uh, you for that. And, uh, I guess we'll just hop into it. Um, I want to go back, uh, to before you were on reality TV, like what, what do you do now? Because I think it's really interesting what you do. And so I'll just let you take it away. Sure. Yeah. I, I became a, I've always wanted to be a, not always wanted to be a lawyer, but I have a kind of an interesting background. My, my father, got in a lot of trouble when I was probably about 13 or 14 and he went to prison and mm. you know, it was a, a, a situation where no doubt he was guilty, but I felt like he got kind of a, a, a raw deal, so to speak. So yeah. I think that's where I struck a, a chord to me to start being, to become a lawyer. And uh, so now I'm a trial lawyer. So I, I actually go to court, do jury trials. Main practice now is helping injury victims. So people who are hurt or in a wreck or, 
or or I do a lot of civil rights stuff where uh, somebody's maybe uh, wrongfully, you know, like uh, police brutality type of stuff. Yeah. And uh, which is interesting with Brett, of course, because right. he's like, oh, the cops never do anything wrong. Like, well, well, not true. <laughs> so, so that's where uh, that's where what I do now is uh, the whole uh, trial lawyer stuff, which is uh it's interesting, but it, you know, kind of high stress, high risk uh, stuff. So, but really, really uh, rewarding in the end, though. Yeah, I think it's so cool because you're like you're like the guys in the movies. So, like people, he's not like just you know a, a little lawyer with a tiny little office and you know just getting by. He has a nice he has a nice office. And don't you have like a replica uh, a yeah, courtroom? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have crazy. a full size courtroom in my office so that we can wow. we bring in jur- like potential like real people that are going to actually decide a case and we ask them what they think about our case because in the end that's really what's going to happen so it's kind of like a cheat sheet you yeah, know yeah uh, we ask them beforehand and then that way we're not surprised at trial by some issue that comes up you know and mm-hmm. it really it's, it's 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 really fun i mean you know and it's it's nice to have a somewhere to actually practice and get comfortable you know yeah. yeah for sure and have you ever thought and just and before we get into anything else real quick i just have you ever thought about doing like because i watch you know like making a murder or like the staircase you know mm-hmm. on netflix and those murder trials you know are not only yeah it's very sad but it's like super interesting to see everything that goes behind the scenes especially with the lawyers right. um yeah have you ever thought about that you know i've actually been approached by some people and i think the hardest part with the, those type of situations on it on most of them you see are cases that have kind of already been done mm-hmm. and they've documented it and that because uh, you, you run into a lot of confidentiality problems uh, okay. as you go through but uh we do have a couple of cases that are so interesting i've reached out to some people who've done some documentaries in the past and we may actually do something along those lines because I think we have some important cases that highlight some important issues about wow. mental mental illness and mm-hmm. and poor people and the disparity and how they're treated uh, not only by police but by just the general public, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, wow, that's so interesting. That, yeah, hey, I, I'll, I'll sign up to watch for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, so that's awesome. So yeah, you, you definitely do have a different background than you know most people that go into yeah. the reality TV world. So you know, segue that into how the heck did you get on Survivor? <laughs> All right, so Survivor, you know, like day one, it hooked me. Like I was like, I watched first season, and then of course season two, uh, Australian Outback, Colby was on there, and that really hooked me. I was like big fan you know i was like i could do what he's doing and mm-hmm. so i started trying out like immediately videos you know back then you sent in a vhs recording, <laughs> yeah. you know and i was like a poor kid i was like where do i even get a vhs recorder you know i like i'd like uh you know, borrow these things oh but so I'd this is pre-lawyer in. this is pre-crystal oh, yeah. lawyer this like, mm-hmm. yeah this is back when i was at ou just just oh, going wow. to college wow. yeah and uh, anyways, we I'd go to open casting calls, uh, but I tried out for a good like sixteen years. Oh, wow. <laughs> and wow. I guess I finally uh, just kind of fit a niche they were looking for. They were looking for like kind of a married guy with kids and a you know little bit successful. <laughs> and uh, you know I I kind of fit a niche I guess finally and got hooked in there. And of course Brett and I were in the same like casting group. You know, yeah. So it's kind of kind of interesting. We went through the whole thing together, like you know, staring at each other across <laughs> the room. Yeah. That's funny. It's kind of funny, but yeah, I finally got on. This no one really knows this. I've never put it out on like YouTube or anything. I think I'd probably break the internet. But yeah, that's what somebody, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, I remember this. Tell, yeah, yes, I remember my, what you did. <laughs> my video was I literally went outside and I said, "This is my day, dog Jake." This is my dog Jake's poop, and yep. I took a bite of it <laughs> on camera. Oh. And then, of course, I said, you know, I just ate, you know, shit to be on Survivor. <laughs> yes. and so I was like, I and uh, I got a call from casting, um, uh, and they said. Literally, like, you're either going to be on the show or we're never going to talk to you again. (laughs) (laughs) 
That is so, so crazy. At least it, 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 got, it got the attention I needed, I guess. Huh? Yeah. And, you, I, and I wish you could do like a compilation video of all the videos that you submitted over all those years because you literally you know, grow up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I look back, uh, we, we, pulled, we pulled out the first one I ever sent. We actually have it somewhere. My buddy pulled it out. Uh, that he got kind of shot at for me and it was like set to survivor like the eye of the tiger you know and i'm running through the football stadium and <laughs> lifting weights and the, it just it was really stupid <laughs> i would have been a total mess I, I totally was not mature enough to be on survivor i would have been a total mess and been out in like day two probably <laughs> wow so what was that first six uh, i guess your first reality tv experience ever you know Going going on Survivor, how was that? And how was meeting uh, a Brett? You know, which now you guys are like super like brothers. Yeah, oh, I'll tell you, we we hit it off. Like first of all, it was I mean, just dream come true. Survivor was my thing, man. I mean, I was hooked on it from day mm-hmm. one. But getting to meet like Jeff and be on the mat, and but Brett and I day one we hooked up building the shelter, and that's where we bonded. I mean, immediately Brett and I were just. I, we were the same kind of guy, you know, mm-hmm. he was a hardworking guy. We were kind of grinded out guys and, uh, we just hit it off immediately and never really, he was on, you know, I had him and Sunday on there and we, we could trust each other. And y'all know being on reality, if you got anybody you can trust at all, right. these type of shows, yeah, that's cool. it's real, but there's no way I would have like, you, well, you guys, we saw it last night. Brett and I would not have backstabbed our people. Like yeah, over right. a million dollars, over five million, over a bazillion. It wouldn't have mattered. We just, we're just, that's just not us, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And, uh, and that's what we had on Survivor. But when we got off Survivor, we just, I mean, we just hit it off. I, but I told Brett, like, I mean, like, literally, the, the, within months of being off Survivor, I said, dude, someday, I said, me and you are, we're funny together. We're just such an odd couple. Yeah. I go, we're going to be, I said, someday we're going to be on Amazing Race, dude. And I and it happened. It, it was really funny. Brett talks about it all the time. He's like, I can't believe it. You said it all along. We just <laughs> and uh, so that's it, it was. But it was interesting. You know, it's great being on the show and making it as far as I did. But the relationships, even with people that I beefed with, you know, I mean, a lot of a lot of the people that were responsible for blindsiding me, I'm really good friends with. Yeah. You know? and, and, and and what season and what place did you get? We were season 33, Millennials versus Gen X. I was third out on the jury. I'm not sure what place it is. So okay. I, was the, I was the third one put on the jury. They, Got you. They came, they came for me. I was, I, was, I was just right there on the cusp. If I would have gotten through that vote, I'd have been in good shape. But, oh, man. You know, but, but they came and got me. Wham. <laughs> all right so then and so what was it like getting the call to do amazing race to and then you know to be doing it with brett right Mm -hmm. of all people like and did you guys just freak out like (laughs) well it was kind of ups and downs uh so we got called in like say april and i was at my son's like baseball game and i got called and i was like yes this is awesome they were like hey do you want to y'all want to potentially do race with Brett? And I was like, Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, I know mm-hmm. Brett's like saying the same thing, but then we got a call, like maybe just a few days later. And they said, look, you know, you guys are at best alternates, you know, yeah. like, sorry. And we were like bummed. And Brett was like in depression and he just started, <laughs> eat, he just started eating donuts and drinking coffee <laughs> and drinking, like consuming like gallons of beer. <laughs> <laughs> to your and point, we were we we were in the same boat, and we we're yeah. like, eh, I'm not even going to try to get in shape. Or anything. Yeah, you know, we didn't. We, we just we just kind of blew it off, and we were disappointed. Then we, but we still had to like go out and kind of do the stuff. Yeah, know? the shots like, and paperwork and all that. Yeah, and I and I and I don't have any idea if it had anything to do with it. But we put on a show when we were doing that stuff. I mean, we would just we were cracking everybody up, and we were like. Tell us who's on the list. We'll go take them out. <laughs> just, just being just complete morons, you yeah. know. But uh, I don't know. It was like maybe uh, it was the Friday before the Tuesday that we left, and they called and said it was like eleven thirty at night, and they said you're on. And I hung up the phone, and uh, my wife looked at me and goes, "What?" And I go, "Tuesday." <laughs> she's like, "She's like Tuesday. How are we going to get this done?" You know. Yeah. Because you know, I only I only run a I only run the entire law firm, so I got, yeah. I got four I got four days to figure out 
how I'm going to figure that out. You know? Yeah, that is actually pretty crazy because I don't, I, you know, that's not something that I had to think about. Yeah, I had a job, but I didn't own my own business, especially a law firm at that. <laughs> Drop yeah. everything and go in yeah, four I got days. Like 10, 10 attorneys and like 15 staff. And I'm like, hey, by the way, I'm going to leave and y'all don't know where I'm going. And they're like, oh my God, are you going back on Survivor? Yeah. Like, no, I actually am not. And I can't tell you where I'm going. <laughs> it's about a month I'll be gone. So hold down the fort, yeah. make sure everything's running when I get back. <laughs> yeah, luckily, I the, when I went on Survivor, I, I had built like this kind of uh, this notebook, like the Bible of my law firm that had uh, instructions on how to do things that I do. And uh, so I already had the book, you know, so mm-hmm. I was like, here's the, here's the manual. I gave it to my, you know, right-hand lady and, and, uh, and my right-hand man and said, okay, here you go, guys. Y'all can keep us afloat while I'm gone. <laughs> That's all. Hey, at least you had that prepared. Yeah, thank <laughs> right. It's funny. I pulled it out. I was like, I, cause when I, when I, I was going to throw it away and I go, well, only in case, let me just keep this. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, so now you guys are running the race. Uh, we, you know, we go through a couple countries and you guys aren't doing, I mean, you know, you guys aren't doing half bad, right? Uh, in, at the beginning, right? Because like everybody else, we're all in the same boat that has never done it before. We don't know how we're going to do, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. as it goes on, you guys start doing better and better. Yeah, now you're almost got first. I know. This ever so elusive. I mean, didn't you guys get like second place twice or something like that? We or? did. Yeah, we've, we've done. We So we start out like just complete morons like everybody that has ever exactly never done that's this. never exactly. done it it's like what do we but, do but then we started kind of we went to i don't remember where we kind of made a turn it was after we wherever we were at when oh it was the second leg of vietnam i think we got third and then yeah. you know dubai we got dubai we got second and then we kind of fell back in uganda but then uh you know, yeah, I mean, this is our second second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, and that and that's great, and and that's with you carrying Brett's uh, Brett backpack. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what races do wish, so? I wish they would show more of that. I mean, because everybody thinks that it's just that one or two shows. I carried that man's backpack this entire race, and his backpack had like lead bricks in it or something. I don't know what the hell he was carrying. All well, the time. And, and the thing is, you guys, you guys too, you guys, you know, you guys are grown men and not just like short either. You guys are big. So your clothes is just heavier in general oh. than our clothes. Mm-hmm. And you guys had that full size backpack. Mm-hmm. I know we were complete morons. We had like giant, like camping backpacks. Everybody else had like these little satchels, you know, like yeah. Brett and I, we've, we're carrying like kitchen sink on our back. Yeah. And I think my, the, the funniest part, which it, it wasn't shown, but when we were running to, uh, we were running in, I think it was in Vietnam, the second part of Vietnam after we did the baskets. Uh, yeah. Rowing. Yeah. So we're running and it was me, Nicole, Colin and Christy and, and you and Brett behind us. Mm-hmm. And I tell Nicole, give me your backpack. And she gives me. And then Colin looks at us and is like, hey, Christy, give me your backpack. And, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then. Uh, this is my favorite. And then Brett looks at you and is like. Hey, take my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> I know. If they had showed that, it would have been like so hilarious. Funny. Cause, cause I was, I was laughing like, as I was running because I was like, this is gold oh right here. Oh, my gosh. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, and the, this leg was hilarious. Like, it literally, Brett, uh, so they show a little bit of it. If y'all notice, like, when we ran to the, as Brett calls it, the funtacular. Yeah. yeah. When, when we ran to that, we... Uh, literally uh brett's backpack opened up and he didn't know it and oh. he yard sailed all his stuff no. his, oh, my, oh my god it was like his medicine his like travel <laughs> kit all this stuff was just everywhere in this there was like a, some people on the trail and they were picking up his stuff oh my <laughs> and you know brett's like oh my god where's all my stuff and i'm like forget your stuff let's get out of here you know? i mean he, but it's just typical brett you know like he's just bumbling around dropping yeah. everything along the way and everybody's just dying laughing and i'm like oh lord but then that you know you guys know that hill was insane okay yeah, yeah so we let's actually we ran to what's it actually called a vernacular vernacular what's it called Our, 
I think it's like the vernacular or something. Okay. I don't know. What so, so, yeah, so we ran <laughs> yeah. to that too because we saw how steep the run was and we couldn't we couldn't even find it. So yeah. maybe it just like it wasn't there. So we ran all the way up the hill and like how that was the hardest run I think it was, I've ever it was so steep. Yeah, it was a steep side of a mountain and, and just to give everybody a visual, it's not like you just go straight up, it's zigzag. So yeah. you go about yeah. I don't know, maybe like point three, point four miles side or point maybe say point three miles sideways and then up up and then sideways and then up and then sideways and it just zigzags all the way up for it felt like it felt like over two three two two miles at least it was so yeah. long it was crazy and, and you know and brett and i we you know Corey and tyler by that time you know brett and i of course as we have the whole race we kind of bumble around and finally find the dock and Corey and tyler are, are on us and we said look there's no way brett's going to be able to keep up you yeah. know so we ran to the the trolley car and it wasn't there it, yeah. they said 10 o'clock or something was the first one i was like oh lord so then we ran back and then i put on his pack and i carried that thing up the top and it was brutal because oh. you yeah, know brett was dying i mean brett was literally dying yeah <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna kill me when he hears this but he was dying i was like dude you had because i was scared like uh you know i didn't know who was in third you who know? else and yeah I, I didn't know who else, and I was like, "Dude, we can't get overtaken. Like, we got to hump it up this hill." And <laughs> yeah. You know, you guys ran up it. It was hard. Oh yeah, yeah I mean, we really had, we had to stop a couple of times. Nicole got frustrated and was like, "Yeah, we got it." And I'm well, like, "Because it was like it was just very steep and yeah. very difficult." And I just right when you think you're like gonna be there, you're like again. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, you can't see the top of it. Yeah. Like when when you're in the middle of it oh. or whatever, you you think that and next turn, turn is gonna another, be it. And there's another and another and, and another. And I like, thought was oh. thinking if someone was taking like the lift, we would be past. Because I mean, it probably took us like so long to get up that hill. Oh, I'd say at least 20, 20 minutes to half an hour. Yeah. So yeah. if someone's riding up, I'm that's what I'm like panicking at the same time. What if they found it and they're like riding up and we're in last. So it was so, and then watching our poor cameraman, like, Oh, oh my God. Oh man. Unsung they, heroes. Yeah, they, they were, they were tough. I mean, cause There's, that was a yeah. brutal, that was a brutal hike and they would have to run to get ahead and then yeah. film back and then run again. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how they did it. Cause you know, I was, I was humping a lot of weight too, but mm-hmm. you know, they're running backwards and they're yeah, running they're all amazing. day with that stuff. And they don't I mean, put the cameras was, down either. You know so, what I mean? No, like it's, it's not, incredible. yeah. When you're, when we're doing a challenge and all our backpacks oh, yeah. are off, they're still running around catching shots with he the camera. Be in the best shape to still do that. Still running around. It so, was crazy. So if Phil had been at the dock, you guys got to the dock first, right? So you guys would right. have gotten first had he just been like standing right close. Right? Yeah. And, and Brett and I made a huge mistake. So, you know, the clue said like it's to the right or something. Yeah. Well, we start, we start straight across the lake. And and then we're like, where oh. is it? Where is it? Oh. Well, Instead Corey, of diagonal, Corey and Tyler took the diagonal route, yeah. which is what we should have. So that's how they caught up with us, or we would have. Now I don't know if we still would have beat them to the top because uh, Brett just couldn't. He could. Yeah. There was not going to be a jog. You know, I had him like pumping his arms, like walking as fast as we could. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing the same thing, like when you see in the like the first run up the hill where we were to, to the vote when he's yeah. going. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you got to go faster, bro. We got to get to the top." So. Yeah. And those boats, they also weren't speed boats either for anybody that's no. thinking that these things are going to floor it and go fast, you know, the lighter you are, the easier it is too. You know well, what I mean? Well, I thought it I thought it was interesting that they made the boats like that because it you it made for like so you couldn't like if you were good with a boat like i'm a boat guy i could have just buzzed around yeah and got there real fast no matter what but that made it it mattered which right like just with brett and i the the angle mattered yeah we were way way ahead of Corey and tyler we were way ahead Mm -hmm. and we took all that time going across and then when they got that cutoff angle it it made up all the time, you know. And I will say that was one of the most beautiful rides I've ever taken in my life. I mean, Incredible. talking about the mountains, all sides around you, the greenery, the, the the water was so crystal clear, glacier blue. I mean, I was kind of happy that you can only go that fast because I was trying to take in the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was it was incredible. I mean, it's with, by far, Switzerland is uh, – yeah. if there's somewhere more beautiful than Switzerland, let me know, somebody. Because <laughs> yeah, because it's probably I impossible. Just think it's, 
I just think it's the best place. I mean, just it just feels clean. You just feel good there. I yeah. Don't know. Anytime yeah. Uh, anybody asks us, you know, what's the best place that you went? And easy answer, Switzerland. Yes. Uh, yeah, by by yeah, far. Um, so I guess now let, let's get to the real meat and, and beef of of, uh, of our, you know, question here with you. So Ghana, kind of walk us through the U-turn vote. You know, you guys yeah. are yeah, so, last to vote. So that's like, were you happy when you were drawn to be last? Like that's like a good not, spot to be in or were you worried? Not really. No, I was, I didn't like it. I mean, you know, cause it, it, it always, it comes down. It looks like it's your decision when, True. when it's really not. Yeah. I mean, but it kind of is at that point. Cause you know, you've got everybody laid out. So we're kind of like, you know, dang, we're going to have to, we're going to be the bad guy or the good guy here. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where we were. So we, so we get there. You know, everybody thinks there's going to be something up that hill. <laughs> and, of course, and of course, Brett and I are last again. <laughs> My boy's just like dying. And we get up there and, you know, we don't even have a backpack, luckily. Uh, we get up there and we see this and they put us in the order, you know, and we're last. And I was like, oh, Lord. But I was, you know, I was thinking, okay, we'll just – I, it was kind of, I think the the as we called them the O'Reilly sisters. Yeah. Um, was that the time? Was, out, was that on purpose or did you? It was. It, yeah, that's what I <laughs> it thought. Was on I, I didn't. Uh, I was like, now, they, they knew their last names. I think it was just to, like <laughs> to be to be honest. Let's let's be honest here. Brutal honesty here. Uh, I would imagine that Brett really thought their name was O'Reilly for uh. most of the show. <laughs> I would say he, he, he. I would say he definitely thought that. Uh, but we uh, then we we picked it up, and the the production would go. You guys do know their name is Riley, and we'd go, "Oh yeah, oh Riley." You know? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Um, so it was just kind of it became our thing, and it, and it made sense. Like I, Brett just sounds better saying O'Reilly. It's like he <laughs> yeah. probably works with like four guys named O'Reilly at the Boston Police Department. Yeah. <laughs> so so it was just natural. Uh, but yeah, no, it became kind of our thing. We just thought it was funny because mm-hmm. because you know, in reality, we did not have a relationship with. Rachel and Alyssa. We didn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, at all, they, it, it, that, that U-turn vote is the most words they spoke to us mm-hmm. uh, at that point. And, you know, which is, it's interesting, like watching back the show, um, Alyssa is like way more grounded than I thought. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like these first impressions and then you really don't talk or you don't communicate um, linger on, you know, cause I thought Alyssa probably is the instigator or the, the, uh, but watching the show, she was kind of the voice of reason in their team, which I thought yeah. was interesting. Yeah. Kind of a, I thought that was just, if, but it just goes to show you, like, if we just take one more step and have some real conversations with somebody, maybe all that changes, you know, yeah. Yeah. um, maybe, maybe you make a connection on something, you know, mm-hmm. uh, whatever that is. And, but that just didn't happen. So if we took, let me, let me take you through our process, thought process on the U-turn vote. All right. So if we do this, we, we're looking at, first of all, Brett and I really took approach after we almost got eliminated. We said, look, one leg at a time, whatever we got to do to get through the next leg, that's all we're going to care about. Yeah. So when we're at that U-turn vote, quite frankly, out of all the teams, we're sitting there looking at if we U-turn the Rileys, they're probably going to be the last. They're probably going to be slower than everybody, which includes us, who mm-hmm. we struggled in Uganda. We've, we've struggled at times. And we said, this is the best chance for me and Brett to get through this leg. Okay. Is, yeah. to, is to U-turn these people who probably are going to struggle. Opposed and, to a strong so that, team that can maybe get out of that situation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was number kind of number one. Number two was is that the race teams all had blown past U turn after U turn. Yeah, right. did anybody did anybody there not think Colin and Christie were going to get through the U turn? Right. I mean, I I was like when they U turned them, I was like uh, they're going to probably beat all of us to the finish. Yeah, line. I mean, yeah. and if you think about it, at that point, Team Fun had passed the U turn. Tyler and Corey had passed Tyler the U turn. And, Corey, and, and the Afghan like, animals and have the animals record had done for it a million times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So our our deal was is, and we didn't think that we thought y'all could do it too. We said, oh, well, thank we you. U turn. <laughs> why? Would, I mean, we really did. We were like, why would we U turn these people? 
who are probably going to beat us even with a U-turn. And then what if we have another one? They're, then we're going to get zapped yeah. down the road. Yeah. So that, that played into it. And then, and then, you know, then it did come down to relationships. That was our number one thing. We hadn't spoken to the Riley sisters. They hadn't spoken. Well, we had tried. But, and, you know, on the show, that's how we felt. You know, whether, regardless of after the show, we're talking about this episode at that mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, right? exactly. So, so it's, it's not about after the show. We're talking about we're recapping Switzerland. Yeah, what's going yeah. on at that and, moment, yeah. And at that moment, that's how we felt. I said it on the show. We didn't have enough Instagram followers. <laughs> and yeah. that's, that's how Brett and I felt. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we had relationships with you guys. You guys had a speed bump. And we were like, dude, we're not going to U-turn them and they got a speed bump. We're not going to do it. Yeah, because you guys had been there too with the speed bump, and it's mm-hmm. it's not right. fun feeling like you're already starting behind. No, no. and we just weren't going to do it. And then all of the drama, probably from the the previous deal, probably played a part in it. It just did. Mm-hmm. Brett and I didn't. We didn't feel that that was a. We didn't like it. We just yeah. didn't like it. We didn't like how it went down. And mm-hmm. and that's how we felt. And and at the end of the day, there's kind of like. Victor will know what I'm talking about here. Like there's the football gods. There's the baseball gods. <laughs> well, you know, there's the reality show gods. And in mm-hmm. my world, if we don't do the right thing there, then maybe we get the reality gods bite us in the next one or the other one or <laughs> right. something. So it was just, to me, it felt like uh, it would be injustice to vote for somebody other than the ones we we did. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's and that's how we felt. But we did also feel like at the end of the day, that was our best move to get us through that leg. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You don't know what's coming. You don't know what's coming and you're like, what if we have some kind of deal where we have to run up a hill just like we did and, and everybody passes us? Well, if they're not there to pass us, then we still are okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that makes sense. And it's all and and and, and that's a good point too, saying yeah. like how we felt in that episode at that time because like i'll get some tweets being like well they were telling the truth or this or like why you voted emotionally it's like no in that moment i explained earlier we podcasted this morning but in that moment i also felt you turning a strong team when we had a speed bump was not going to help us you turning someone that already didn't like us and could potentially come in after us was my best strategic game move. And they already voted. So they couldn't vote against us after like out of like, you know, Oh, you vote for me. I vote for you. So that's kind of what was going through my head. But then, yeah, I panicked. I'm like, I don't know, do what you want. And in that moment, I just like, I didn't know what to do. And I, I knew what I wanted, but I wasn't like strong enough to be like, look, Vic, this is what we have to do to help me like move forward in the race because I'm not, I'm not comfortable right now in the race. I'm not feeling like I can be myself or, you know, even run. Like every time I saw them in that moment and in that leg, I was like uncomfortable because I never knew when it was going to happen again or when they would, you know, get mad at us again. And I just didn't want to live with that. So it was like, this is what I had to do. And it was like a little emotional because it was helping my emotional like being. But sure. it was well, still also you know, strategic because that's like I was I was there and I felt those and it was really real. But now watching back, it's like, yeah, it wasn't the smartest thing to do. Well, you know what, though, it, what we all blow past, too, and it's highlighted over and over again, is this team, this team, they were playing as hard as anybody out there, period. The mm-hmm. Rileys were were playing the game. Like they should be. They're playing. They were playing for the mill, mm-hmm. and they were a good team. She's the most. She was the most uh, experienced racer True. there. Period. Yeah. True. She has one big brother. This is a competitive team. Right. They would have thrown us off of a cliff to win the show. <laughs> yeah. And how can you not look at them as a threat mm-hmm. just because of the gameplay? They're trying they're they were hustling more than anybody That's true. to do it. Now did it bite them in the rear? Sure it did. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I saw them as a threat, but at the time I said, I think if we U turn them, they're gonna be last no matter what Brett and I bonehead do, whether we cross the lake wrong, whether we you know, we don't know what's coming. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I thought that gives us the best chance to get past that leg. If I U turn the Afghanimals or I U turn Colin and Christie or Corey and Tyler, 
they blow past us. Well, jokes we, on we us. Did, yeah. Oh yeah. We look like a, a moron. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's it. That's all. So, so at the end of the day, it just, my strategy and Brett's strategy fit in with the emotional side in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I mean, and, so. and to that point too, I mean, anybody that is watching or listening that hasn't been in that situation, you don't know what you would do. Yeah, because watching myself back, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, Nicole, like, you, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, yeah, it, it's hard. There's no, there's, yeah, there's no, you don't have a pause button and pause it and get to go, let's think this through right now. It's Phil staring at you. The whole teams are staring at you. Every camera's on you and it's, it's go time. Yeah. And, you know, you, it, you know, and, and it wasn't, you know, it really wasn't, there wasn't, a, it didn't feel like to me that we had a lot of time to flush that out. It was, what do you got? Boom, 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 <laughs> yeah. boom. Yeah. Man. <laughs> you know, which made for great TV. I mean, let me tell you, yeah. I mean, that, the, I, y'all know how awkward that whole moment was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was no. so Everybody's awkward. like, I'm really sorry. I have to do this. You know, like calling <laughs> Christy, you know, you know, and it's like, Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it was it's a it was a, it was a tense situation, but yeah, to that point, like anybody that that like watches is watching TV or, or listening to this now, and you didn't experience it, you guys get to see all the camera footage, all the angles, stuff that we don't see when we're racing, and then you can say, oh, I would have made this judgment call based on all the information when mm-hmm. all we right. have is what we see with our own eyes and hear with and, our own and ears. And what you what you so. trust out of who's telling you what? So like when they came to us and told us that whole information. Like we weren't as close to them as we were with Team Fun, but this this U turn right here, this was changed for us because of our previous week game move of we just felt like holding that information in, what they told us was not going to help us. And Team Fun would have probably we would have got U turned. We one hundred percent don't you think, Victor? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Team Fun has even said we would have U turned you had you not asked us and we had to like lie to your face. Yeah, we would have got U turned here. For we would have sure. got U turned because that's this is when all of yep. Afghanimals, um, that whole table sitting down would have would have U turned us. And so we knew yeah. like asking them would maybe change their mind and it freaking saved us. Yeah, it caused well, you drama. Know, you, know who, you know who else it might have saved? Uh, oddly enough, if you if you Recall back on the episode last night, uh, Jamal and Leo, you know, they were mad about what the Rileys did. And they, they, uh, Jamal made the point. He said, well, let me give you a scenario. If it's, if we have a U-turn and it's the down between team bromance and the Rileys, who are you doing, Leo? And he said, the Rileys. And he goes, see, things have changed. Yeah. Yeah. And so oddly enough, they might've gotten up there, had that click stayed together and said uh the Rileys might have said because they they threw our name out too they might have said hey look y'all go y'all go yeah. nick, y'all know y'all go nick and vic we'll go team bromance and one of them's going right yeah. that know? is true yeah. that's a good point yeah. so it's so crazy how one little thing can change the rippling effect but you just have to kind of see ahead and you have to trust your gut and you have to trust who you want to work with kind of moving forward well well i think when well, i think nicole you made a good point last week on your podcast you and vic both it it does matter about these relationships and mm-hmm. And and taking it, you got to take it further than hey, we were on Big Brother together. Yeah, it's got to be more than that because even though the Rileys at, at first glance were telling you the truth, right. at first glance, you, know, you guys didn't have that next step relationship where you could actually say, okay, is this more than gameplay? Right, I didn't because at feel the end, it. Because mm-hmm. at the end, well, at the end of the day, it was gameplay. They were they wanted you to go after Team Fun, mm-hmm. and they didn't mention the Afghanimals to you. Right. Well, why not? Because right. that they because they wanted to hold that piece back. So exactly. You know, so like, yeah, had you guys you know, told us that, we would have not verify the info we would have just been oh shit like we need to get to the next place because we hung out and we had that relationship and then it's so hard when viewers are like don't you feel bad like they were telling you the truth and it's like yeah i mean now i'm starting to feel bad because it's like yeah i get what people are seeing but they weren't feeling what i was feeling they didn't go through like the several hours of airport hanging out and like even just they didn't even tell us to exchange currency like we had to figure that out on our own if you're going to help us we're new to this 
You know what you're doing. And then they were huddled in a corner, like hiding their currency exchange. And so you remember those little things when you're playing this game. It's not just, oh, we have an alliance. We have an alliance. No. That's it. And and actually, we held true to our alliance and we didn't U-turn them. Yeah, that was just all the alliance (laughs) was. was It was no U-turn. I guess Victor held up to that. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Right? Yeah. No, but, but it was that was it was I mean it, it was an epic moment in mm-hmm. race history to right. be able to be a part of and and I don't know it it was exciting and it it and Brett and I at the end of the day we uh you know whether the move was good or bad we got our way so yeah and you guys did <laughs> I mean, awesome just, you guys killed that yeah, leg you guys, congratulations and even to you with guys. like the emotional of knowing like you just kind of got in a little bit of a you know a little bit of a fight and like you you. And you just completely took that out of your head and you just went for it. And that's like so good because for me, it's so hard to, when someone, you know, like you just did something and then it's just in my head. So I'm like, oh my God, something bad is going to happen. And you guys just freaking, you owned it and you just took it and you freaking almost got first. So we're just so happy for you guys. It was a really fun episode to watch of you two. Like on the boat when you guys did your little fist bump. Yeah, fist bump that was so cute. I was like, oh, like I loved watching it. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good episode. I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it last night. The uh, what was fun watching is I you know we we don't know sometimes what the other side of these mm-hmm. uh, uh, challenges are. And I didn't know what y'all did over there. With the oh cow, yeah, we wanted to know? ask you about the haymaking too. So so someone had to like cut the hay and then someone had to rake it. Right. So you you got there and you had this like big, you know, sigh thing, this cutting thing. And it was really sharp, but you had to cut it. You not only had to cut it, but you had to cut it down a certain amount. Mm -hmm. Oh, the height mattered. Yeah. So, yeah, they wanted it cut like they wanted it down. So when you're cutting, like, you know, some people were just flying down to the end of it. Well, they really weren't getting okay because they didn't have a enough grass and B, it just wasn't cut enough. So I took my time trying to like really cut it down and get us enough of the grass. And then Brett kind of raked it and then I, I stacked it and I don't know, we got it, we got through it pretty quick, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cause we were a little bit, we were like maybe in third or fourth when we got there and then we got, oh. got through oh, it in second. Crazy. But, then, but then we, but then of course when running out of the place, we got passed by <laughs> but my boy came through on the bow. Yeah, I mean on the crossbow. He did he awesome. nailed it. He nailed it quick. Sarge, and that, mm-hmm. that Sarge gave us the, <laughs> the the lead going into the the boat thing. You know, so it was it was it was a cool leg. Uh, we we had a blast on it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome, and I, and I'm happy you guys you know are doing well and kind of like in your rhythm now. And we're trying to get back up there, but at yeah, least we're still cr- in it's it. It's crazy. It's like you go up and down, and you just got to expect it. Like. Once you start getting in the back, it's like you got to try to get up, but it changes. It, anything can change. I mean, yeah, any anything can change anything, anything at any yeah, moment. So. I mean, the, the bow and arrow thing, I mean, you know, the crossbow, yeah. that could have changed anything for anybody. Yeah. Right? You, you know, and then you got, you know how it is. Uh, the race is designed. It, you just get through the leg and you probably have a chance to catch up somewhere. Equalizer. Yeah. 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 There's an equalizer. There's a bottleneck somewhere coming. And if you can just get to that, well, heck, you're back in. It's it's go time. You're mm-hmm. back in the, you know, you're going. So it's, uh, you know, there's always a chance. Always and, a chance. And uh, just on a quick side note, what are your kids uh, thinking watching you now? Yeah. Uh, now on an amazing race. You know, they love it. They they <laughs> they, they they get into it. They they get. My son Coster was so nervous in Uganda. He was like, "Oh Aww. my!" Or, he, he was, not Uganda. No, the first Switzerland leg. You know, oh, we were yeah. all like, you yeah. know, we, it was down to us and the O'Reillys, and we were chasing, and we didn't <laughs> even know you guys were behind us, and we were like, right. "Oh no, we're going to be last!" And uh, he was so nervous. I was like, "Are you nervous, buddy?" And he was like, "Yes, I'm nervous." You Aww. know, like <laughs> it was really, really funny. So it's. It's always it's it's they get a kick out of watching all that stuff and of course they think I can you know they they have this that Superman that I, mm-hmm. I'm Superman I can do anything they're like you can do that you can do that you know I'm like <laughs> you'll <laughs> see someday <laughs> that's so cute well that's awesome well you know Chris thank you thank you so much for mm-hmm. for being on the show uh, always a pleasure to talk to you I mean I I can remember 
so many stories that I was trying to pry out of you because that lawyer stuff really interests me. And so <laughs> we definitely talked a lot in the airports and it was nice uh, to have somebody to talk to. And so I really appreciate that. But uh, thank you for being on the show with us. I, I hope you enjoyed and 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 uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah, yeah. we'll definitely yeah, see you no, soon. No doubt. We'll, I'll be, I look forward to uh, seeing you guys soon and uh, hopefully we can all get together and uh, and see what's uh, talk about this stuff some more after it's all said and done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, sounds good, bud. Uh, you Thank have a good you. All right, rest of your day. Get to work. All right. <laughs> all right, buddy. You guys be good. <laughs> all right, bye. bye. All right. So I hope you uh, enjoyed our conversation with Chris. He's always mm-hmm. uh, he was always fun to talk to. So yeah. I've said that enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess we will segue into our weird or normal segment. So Nicole, take it away. I think you have something. Okay, so my brother and his girlfriend actually brought this up, and they have different opinions. So do you guys think it's weird or normal to sit on the same side as, like, your significant other when you're in a restaurant, and then there's just, like, no one on the other side, whether it's a booth or a table? So for me, I think if it's a booth, mm-hmm. it makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we do both, though. You and me do both, right? Yeah, we both want the booth. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, we both want the booth, but sometimes we'll sit next to each other in the booth mm-hmm. and other times we'll sit across from each other in the booth, I guess, just depending on the day. You I know? guess that is kind of true. And like the view, maybe? Yeah. And the view. I always like to be facing... Oh, that is that weird? I always like to be facing the door, like where people come in. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because I just feel like something happens, I'm ready and I can see what's going on, opposed mm-hmm. to having my back to the door. It just kind of freaks me out. Um, but to your point, though, if we're at a table... In, I don't even see how you would sit right next to me. We at still a table. do sometimes, though. But do you mean right next to me or at the corner of right? So you'd be sitting, and then if it's a square table, we are taking two separate sides of the table. Yeah, sometimes we sit. So there's four chairs, and sometimes we sit on the same side of the table, don't we? I don't think we because tables uh, aren't typically big enough to accommodate that anyway. You know what I mean? No, the, it's a four person table. It's a four-person table. Yeah, so there's four sides to the table, right? So there's so no, four so there's, corners. It's two and two. Like we're like when we would go eat at oh, um, Firehouse, we always sat on the same got side. Got you, got you, know you, got, I mean? you got, got you, got you, got you. Like that. a rectangular table, like yeah, longer. Yeah, we, we always with did no, that. With no chairs on the side. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, sometimes we do that. I guess it just depends on the day. So we're not like consistent with one or the other. Yeah, so... I wouldn't say it's weird and I wouldn't say it's normal. I mean, because it just changes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think the more weird thing is, because do, do you care if your back is to the front door? Sometimes, yeah. No, I, I do like to face out too. And I just realized that, but I don't I don't think of it as like protection. I just think I like to look out too. Okay. Well, what if, what if the door wasn't necessarily where all the windows were facing out? So let's say the door is on the side. I know exactly when I walk into a restaurant which seat I want. Do I always take it? No, because I'm not going to be rude because I feel like everyone wants the same seat. <laughs> but like when I'm walking and I know where we're sitting, there's definitely one spot that like always I'm drawn to. And depending on who I'm with, I'll take it or I won't. Like With oh. me, you always take it because you're comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I'll take it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. What I'm drawn to one spot. I'm not sure why it is. I think it's like the view of what's going on. Yeah. You know, like... Uh, I don't really like to have my back to a lot of things either. Just naturally, yeah. not really. Well, the thing is, for me, it's not even to everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. It's just to that front door. Like I think I'm saying, I like, like to it, see it, my food coming out. I like to be able to see the oh, kick, okay. like the food coming, which is normally the same feet ways facing the door. Mm-hmm. In most spots around where we live, it's like if yeah. you can see the food. You can see. I think that's what it is. I don't think I want to like look over my shoulder looking for the food to come out. That's a little <laughs> obvious. But like if I'm just like talking to you and I can see, ooh, here comes the food. You know, I like the food being a pleasant surprise. You know what I like to do? Go to the bathroom when I think it's about to come out. And then, and come, then come out and have out, the food and it's be on like the table. 90% of the time it's on the table. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird game I play, but <laughs> and I'm like really disappointed if it's not like oh man that is interesting I don't think I that sounds like a fun game to try but I'm always like scared that they'll forget something and then I have to be there to like hey oh, really? I need this or can you get me some ketchup or steak sauce or you know whatever 
Yeah, you play dangerous games, Nicole. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm risky. Um, but thank you guys so much uh, for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Um, make sure. Oh, we do got to do our reviews. Mm-hmm. I always, I almost cut you guys off. But do rate, review, and subscribe because we do read the reviews. And it's something that, like I always say, it drives us, it makes our day, and uh, you guys are awesome for doing it. So, Nicole, take it away. This one is called Too Legit to Quit from a Kansas fan. Um, This is legit one of my favorite podcasts. Victor and Nicole's conversational style of interviewing guests make you feel like you are part of the conversation. They discuss relevant topics and feature interesting guests. My favorite segment is the weird or normal and Spanish (laughs) word of the day. This podcast is so entertaining and it's truly too legit to quit. Keep up the great work and cheering for you both on the amazing race. Thank you. That's nice. Yeah, that is really nice. And I have a uh, review and it happens to be from one of our fellow racers, Colin Gwynn. So thank you so much, Colin. Uh, It's titled So Authentic. Wow. Just listened to my first Coco Caliente podcast and it's an instant favorite of mine. These two are so real and authentic, so loving and such great listeners to their guests. Bottom line, I felt way better and uplifted at the end of the podcast. A great way to start the day. Thanks, Nick and Vic. Heart, 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 heart. Thanks, Colin. We love you. That makes a tear come to my eye. Thank you so much, Colin. Yeah, no, it, it's awesome. And like I said, like the, these reviews really uplift us. Um, and another place, again, that I'll say that was uplifting was Switzerland. And I bring that up because we do partner up or we are partnered up with Travelocity. And if you ever want to go anywhere that's the most beautiful place that you've ever been in your life. Yeah, no, literally breathtaking. (laughs) Despite all the drama, like it's still my favorite place. And it's like so breathtaking. Like it's, it's a storybook. Yeah. Like just driving through the countryside and going to those towns. I mean, it's amazing. And you can do that if you go to www.travelocity.com slash amazing destinations, and they'll have everything you need there with all the locations that we've been to on the race. So even if you want to go to Japan or Vietnam or Laos, there's so many cool places. They have it all there for you. Easy, one place. Uh, They'll give you the lowest prices guaranteed uh, and they'll make it hassle-free. So again, that's travelocity.com slash amazing destinations. Um, so anyways, thank you guys for listening again. Don't forget to rate review and subscribe. You can listen to this podcast wherever you're listening right now. So thank you. But anybody else that's curious, any of your friends, they can listen on Google play, Stitcher, uh, um, iTunes, iTunes, Spotify. That's mm-hmm. the one that always miss me. Or you can always go to www.cococalientepodcast.com. You can listen there and also get some merchandise, which I love our merchandise. The mm-hmm. mugs are really cute. Um, anyways, thank you guys thank you. so much. Bye-bye.